0: Edition of Growing in Grace. Hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Cap, along with Joel, getting together once again for our weekly podcast of Growing in Grace. Thank you for sharing with a friend. You can find all of our past programs at ingrace.org. Joel, good to be with you.
1: Hey, rock and roll. I got my pinky and my forefinger and my thumb up in the air in one hand, <laughs> and I got a cigarette lighter. In my other hand, and I'm just uh, rocking no, no. and rolling. He, he uses a cell phone now at those concerts. <laughs> that's right. Well, I'm, I'm still uh, of the old school. I'm still <laughs> of the old school when it comes to rock and roll, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: man. Well, before we get started here for this week, talking about more game changers, you know, last week we were talking about the law a little bit, and sometimes you might see a sign that tells you not to do something, and then it makes you feel like doing it, and that, that's the effect that the law has on you. Well, there was an exception, Joel. There was one time I went to a church, and the sign said that you had to have a membership card to to apply. And uh, (laughs) for those of you old rock and rollers out there, and and that's the one time I did not feel like getting a membership card.
1: So you just you know wrote something on the piece of paper and put it in the offering plate, right? How's that going? This I didn't go in. I wasn't wearing a necktie. So did you get you a pen and a paper and make up your own little sign and say, thank you, Lord, for thinking about me. I'm alive and doing fine. <laughs> did you take off your hat and say, imagine that? There's huh. signs everywhere, man. Huh. Signs me working are for everywhere. you. Now, that could, that could be turned into a spiritual thing. So I took off my hat and said, imagine that. Huh, me working for you, God. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, that's... A lot of times what's preached in churches is that we're supposed to be working for God. Uh, But we already covered that in one of our game-changing programs, I think, where uh, it was a big game changer for us, that God is working in and through us. It's not so much that we're working for God. But yeah, the ministry of reconciliation versus the ministry of death and condemnation, yeah, we did talk about that last week, and that just still blows me away, just all the time, because there are so many people, I think, who you open up your Bible and you think that whatever it says, that's what I'm supposed to do. And so the law is in there, and all these rules, and, and so we think, well, we're we're Christians and so we live by the Bible and so uh, we're supposed to do what it says. Not realizing that indeed there was, you know, I think what Paul called it was uh, make sure that you rightly divide the word of truth. That just realizing that was a game changer for me, knowing that not everything that the Bible has to say is for me to live by, but there were two covenants in the Bible and uh, we're under the New Covenant and so we need to rightly divide those things rightly divide what Jesus was saying when he was talking under the Old Covenant I uh, rightly divide the, you know the four Gospels Matthew Mark Luke and John that still has some Old Covenant stuff in them realizing that here here's a game-changer cap that we wanted to talk about in this program uh, in one of our programs anyway was that you know the BIBLE they say it's basic instructions before leaving earth Well, not necessarily. I mean, when you pick up the Bible, it's not necessarily instructions for us to live by. I'll hand that one over to you, Kev.
0: Yeah, let me get to that. But first, let me just wrap something up here with this reconciliation thing. This is something, as we discovered last week, that's already been taken care of. The entire world has been reconciled. God has reconciled the world to himself. The same with forgiveness, which we touched on last week this is something that has already been provided it's available for all of mankind and in in line with that Joel that one of the game changers for me was realizing that I was forgiven past present and future we've been reconciled it's not your job or mine to go out and try to help people get reconciled to God by having them change how they behave mm-hmm. that, that's that's not what's gonna do it what's gonna do it is what has already been done and and this is why we we can look back now as Paul did in his writings look back at the cross and realize not what we're trying to accomplish but what has already been accomplished when it comes to the Bible what you started talking about here at the Game Changers i had been told most of my life the Bible was an instruction manual and that we, we live by the Bible a phrase you just used a minute ago when technically and you know, if you've been listening to us for a while, we're pro-Bible, so don't don't go jumping off on us here, thinking <laughs> that we're getting wacko. So just take me in context here. Don't don't take me like you do some of the scriptures out of context. <laughs> uh, we we like the Bible. It's just we don't necessarily live by the words in the Bible. We live by the, the life of Christ. It's like when we were talking about the Ten Commandments. We don't need the Ten Commandments hung up in our courthouses. The world would be a better place if people lived by them. sure. Here on earth, one one person to another, if people abided by those, we would all get along a lot better. There's no doubt about that, but in relation to, to God, um, they, they've become obsolete under this new covenant. And and so, so it is with the, the, the Bible, we live now because of, of the life of Christ in us. That's our life. That's what we live by. The Bible is not an instruction manual on how to live. There are some great exhortations in there, but we live by the life of Christ, and righteousness has already been provided for us. That's a part of our new identity in Christ. That was another huge game changer. Understanding who you are in Christ, Dr. James Richards said that that is a lifelong battle, and it it is probably the the most difficult battle that you and I will, will fight to win, is the battle of identity. Understanding that you're already righteous yes there there is a place for instruction in righteousness but it's not our righteousness through what we do or how we live—it's His
1: righteousness living through us. Mm-hmm, yep, and as you say, it's it's His life. I'm you know looking in John five where Jesus was talking in a crowd of Jews who were seeking to persecute Him and who were persecuting Him seek and seeking and seeking to kill Him. Obviously, they didn't believe that He was the Messiah. He didn't believe He was the Son of God. And uh, one of the things that He said to them in a, in a pretty long. Uh, series of statements that he made to them in John five thirty nine. he said you search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life and these are they which testify of me but you are not willing to come to me that you may have life obviously I'm uh, emphasizing certain words uh, because that's what you know sticks out to be that these people were searching the scriptures. They had the Old Testament, and indeed, the life of Christ was testified about in the law and the prophets. You search the Old Testament scriptures, and you will find Christ there. He was prophesied about. He was told about. He was foretold, and, and Christ Himself can be found in the Old Testament, but just not in the way that many people thought. You know, the Messiah wasn't the person they thought he would be. But anyway, they searched the Scriptures thinking that in them, in the Scriptures, they would find eternal life, but they hadn't come to Christ himself that they may have eternal life. And so there's a huge difference, like you say, between living by the words in the Scriptures and living by the Word, the Word of Life, Jesus Christ himself. The Bible is not our life. Like you say, we're not against the Bible. The Scriptures do testify of Christ, but they are not Christ. They do not take the place of Christ at all, (laughs) because they're just words that are written on a page, until, of course, the Spirit makes the life of Christ in us alive. And then uh, that's where we find our life. It's in Christ himself, not in a book.
0: Yeah, I mean, you ask most people today, when you use the phrase, the, the Word of God, or, you know, they'll usually think of the Bible. Hold up the Bible, people say, open up the Word. And there's nothing wrong with either one of those. But the, the Word isn't just this. It's, it's not this Bible in front of me here. It, it's, it's Jesus Christ. He, he's the living Word. The, the Word that became flesh, John said. And, and so you can see the difference there. And, you know, as, as, as good and true and pure as the written Word is, our understanding of this is not perfect. And that's why you've got so many different religions out there that uh, have so many different points of view. And I think you touched on it just a little bit ago, Joel. There's there's a lot of things taken out of context. Maybe we do it sometimes, too. I don't know. But there's some religions out there and and well-meaning Christian people who treat a verse of Scripture sometimes like it's the entire book. And It'd be like taking a newspaper and, and taking headlines and applying them to different articles sometimes. It wouldn't make any sense. And that's why people get confused, because they're, they're switching things around. They, pull, they pluck a, a verse out of, uh, of context and apply it to another verse somewhere else, and it seems to make sense, but all it does is, is cause confusion.
1: Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about that earlier today when I was out on the road for my job. I was praying about life and uh, ministry and the Growing in Grace program and uh, the writing that I like to do and stuff like that. And I was thinking along that lines that uh, I'm not always right about stuff. And if I go to write about something or if we're talking here on our program— we're not always right about stuff. It's not so much that what everything that we say is right, but what's right about us is Christ in us. We're two people who are trying to have a conversation to kind of work some of this stuff out. And I think over you know 300-plus programs, it's been great. It's been wonderful. Uh, and it's not that we've said everything perfectly. It's uh, and, and our understanding of things has changed. And so when our understanding changes, that means that what we previously understood was either wrong or now we're wrong. But either way, the point is is that it's not in us being right or wrong where we find life, but it's in the Word of God, and that's the person, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, uh, you know, knowing that Christ himself is my life, and I want, to, I want to understand things properly, I want to have a good perspective on things, but if I don't, it's, it's okay, uh, because what's right in me, again, is Christ himself.
0: Matt, you said a mouthful,
1: which we're used to <laughs> on well, this was program, right? by the way. <laughs> it was Christ <laughs> in me.
0: <laughs> in that case, I won't make fun of you, um, uh, even though I started to. Uh, you know, what you said there, though, Joel, is, is really the case with me. I, As I have grown over the years in this wonderful gospel of grace, I have come to that same conclusion that I don't know everything. And and in fact, it seems like as I've become older and wiser and and more understanding of what the gospel is, it seems like... The more I learn, the, the more I realize I don't know. And so I'm with you. Uh, one thing that I, I know is right about me, about us, as believers, as, as people, and, and even uh, on our podcast here, the thing that I feel is right is that we want to make sure everything comes up Christ. I mean, it's 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 all Him. It's not us. Our identity in Him, in right standing now, and completely forgiven, having been perfected through his finished work. Those are the kinds of things I like to stay focused on, because there are a lot of other things to discuss and, and try to learn and understand, and that's cool. It's just that sometimes I just, I don't know, and sometimes I just back off and say, and, and, and rest. I, I say to myself, I'm just going to rest mm-hmm. in what I do know, and in what I know that I, ha- that I have become in Christ. I, I can rest in that, I, I may not have all the answers on some of the other stuff, but I, I can rest in that. That's
1: a, a good place to be. Yeah, there's wisdom in them there. Words, right there. Well, um, more game changers coming up. And uh, one thing that was a game changer to me that we uh, will talk about next time on Growing in Grace is this thing that's called the exchanged life, the great exchange. My old life and Adam exchanged for... Christ's very life in me. My sins exchanged for God's righteousness. Uh, So we'll talk about that next week and maybe some other things as well on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet
0: sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.